0: Hello and
1: welcome to the show.
0: I'm Matthew Harris. And I'm Nathan Spackman and you're listening to The Vale this week from Bro Radio. Yes, teachers in The Vale of Morgan and across the UK have gone on strike today in the first of a series of walkouts by the NEU union in a pay dispute. We'll hear from one of the teachers on the picket line about the conditions in schools and what they hope to achieve from it. And in future, strike action. And we always hear that
1: there are too few opportunities for young people. And in February, an event is being held to showcase the further education, higher education, employment, apprenticeships, and career advice, as well as wellbeing support available to 16 to 25 year olds here in the Vale of Morgan. On the show tonight, we'll hear from
0: Angelina Patrick about the Vale Council event. Plus, do you fancy of being more green fingered? A Barry Food Bank is setting up a community garden thanks to funding from Keep Wales Tidy and it's looking for local people to get stuck in this Saturday. We'll hear more about the plans on the show.
1: Plus, we'll take our regular look at local events, sports and news in the county, including looking ahead to this weekend's Six Nations kickoff. First, though, let's play a local artist from our new local music list. This is Barry bass Rel, who joined Luke on the Bro Radio Evening Show on Tuesday with her brand-new track. It's called Orbits. The Veil This Week on Bro Radio. You're listening to The Veil this week from Bro Radio, and that was Rel and Orbits, one of our local artists on our new local music list. And if you're making music here in The Vale of Glamorgan, you can email your tracks to music at broradio.fm,
0: and we could be featuring you on a future show. Now it's time to look at some of the top news stories being read by the broradio.fm over the last week. Strike action by teachers hit schools across The Vale of Glamorgan on Wednesday. At least 24 schools across the county were closed to pupils, during the first in a series of walkouts by the NEU in a pay dispute. One teacher told Bro Radio that the government must look at the bigger picture and fund education properly so the economy can grow. Alexandra Williams is a union rep and drama teacher at Pencloite High School and told us how difficult things are for teachers right now.
2: I will say that a word to describe it is tough. I find that teachers have enormous workloads Um, We've got non-specialists teaching exam subjects. We've got some pupils being taught by LSAs. Um, There's no money for resources. We've got constant supply teachers in. We can't get people in the profession at the moment. Um, Nobody wants to be a teacher. There's far too many demands. Behaviour is tough. Um, there's even more behaviour issues due to lack of consistency, you know, with with supply teachers. Um, there's disruption every day because our government isn't investing in our schools.
0: But many parents have questioned the timing of strikes, with the pandemic already having an impact on the education of young people. Alexandra told Radio that no teacher wants to leave the classroom
2: look it's not the best thing to do we don't want to do it no teacher wants to leave their children or their classroom we're doing this because we're desperate um as a profession we've seen our pay decline more than any other profession over the last 10 years so this is this is something that we have to do this is not something that we want to do but it has to be done because we're desperate that they need to know the facts and the figures you know 23 percent of teachers wages has decreased over 12 years the government is letting our children down um they've also got to look at the big picture you've got to fund education properly so the economy can grow so children can have good jobs and a good education we can't get people in the profession anymore so how's that going to happen They've really got to look at the big picture here. We Nobody wants to strike, but we have to. We've got to speak up and we've got to get the government to listen to us.
0: Further strike action is scheduled for the 14th of February and on two dates in March, but Alex hopes further action can be avoided.
2: We're hoping to avoid them, but the government are going to have to come to the table. They're going to have to help us to resolve this dispute. They need to focus. They need to make sure that we've got enough teachers and SEN assistants and teaching assistants so education isn't disrupted every day. The government is letting our children down. We need to stop this. There's disruption every single day in schools and something needs to be done.
0: And you can read more on this story on the news pages at broradio.fm.
1: Elsewhere, Roos's post office has been reopened under new management. The branch on Fontgary Road was temporarily closed last spring because of staffing issues, but last month it reopened initially as a greengrocer's store under new proprietors Kerrion and Joel Priest. The post office itself was opened on Friday morning with a temporary postmaster working three days a week. The priests will take over postmasters once they've completed their
0: training when the post office will be opened full-time. Businesses in the Vale of Morgan could see the cost of outdoor seating, trading and advertising boards rise by up to 40% from April 2023, if proposals are approved. Controversial new licences were introduced for restaurants and cafes from July 2021, with the Council stating that charges were introduced to limit the amount of space cafes take up on the pavement, making it easier for disabled people, whilst also decluttering town centres across the Vale many local businesses are unhappy with the increase including louis ross who runs barry island gift shop barry bedos and has called the proposal an anti-business move from the Vale
1: council Meanwhile, two Vale beaches could be designated as a bathing water location. Shared routery services have applied to the Welsh Government to grant the status for Watch House Bay in Barry, known locally as Watchtower Bay. A local swimming group, the Watchtower Waders, has helped the Australian Standards body to gather evidence for the bid, including how many people use the beach during the bathing season. Elsewhere, St Bride's Community Council has also lodged a separate application for
0: bathing water status at Ogmore by Sea. And finally, a Penarth playground has reopened with a new look. £120,000 is spent on refurbishing the St David's play area as part of an ongoing upgrade of facilities across the Vale. The newly revamped space for children up to 12 years old boasts a woodland and nature theme with new climbing units, seesaws and swings, along with recycled plastic seating areas. And you can find out more about all of these stories, plus submit your own local news at broradio.fm. Forward slash news
3: There is so much to discover in the Vale of morgan with LoveTheVale.Wales. Find vibrant, brilliant, and highly skilled high streets, side streets, and home enterprises. Remarkable restaurants, friendly, well stocked bars, pubs, and trendy night spots. Adrenaline-filled, family-friendly days out, or those places to sit back, relax, and simply enjoy a good book. Whether you're a local or a visitor, start your discovery now at lovetheveil.wales.
1: You're listening to The Vale this week from Bro Radio, and that was Rel and Orbits, one of our local artists on our new local music list. And if you're making music here in the Vale of Glamorgan, you can email your tracks to music at broradio.fm, and we could be featuring you on a future show.
0: Now it's time to look at some of the top news stories being read via the broradio.fm over the last week. Strike action by teachers hit schools across the Vale of Morgan on Wednesday. At least 24 schools across the county were closed to pupils during the first in a series of walkouts by the NEU in a pay dispute. One teacher told Bro Radio that the government must look at the bigger picture and fund education properly so the economy can grow. Alexander Williams is a union rep and drama teacher at Pencloite High School and told us how difficult things are for teachers right now.
2: I will say that a word to describe it is tough. I find that teachers have enormous workloads. Um, We've got non-specialists teaching exam subjects. We've got some pupils being taught by LSAs. Um, There's no money for resources. We've got constant supply teachers in. We can't get people in the profession at the moment. Um, nobody wants to be a teacher. There's far too many demands. Behaviour is tough. Um, there's even more behaviour issues due to lack of consistency You know, with, with supply teachers. Um, there's disruption every day because our government isn't investing in our schools.
0: But many parents have questioned the timing of strikes with the pandemic already having an impact on the education of young people. Alexandra told Bro Radio that no teacher wants to leave the classroom.
2: Look, it's not the best thing to do. We don't want to do it. No teacher wants to leave their children or their classroom. We're doing this because we're desperate. Um, as a profession, we've seen our pay decline more than any other profession over the last 10 years. So this is this is something that we have to do. This is not something that we want to do, but it has to be done because we're desperate, that they need to know the facts and the figures. You know, 23 percent of teachers' wages has decreased over 12 years. The government is letting our children down. And. Um, They've also got to look at the big picture. You've got to fund education properly so the economy can grow, so children can have good jobs and a good education. We can't get people in the profession anymore. So how's that going to happen? They've really got to look at the big picture here. We, nobody wants to strike, but we have to. We've got to speak up and we've got to get the government to listen to us.
0: Further strike action is scheduled for the 14th of February and on two dates in March, but Alex hopes further action can be avoided.
2: We're hoping to avoid them, but the government are going to have to come to the table. They're going to have to help us to resolve this dispute. They need to focus. They need to make sure that we've got enough teachers and SEN assistants and teaching assistance so education isn't disrupted every day. The government is letting our children down. We need to stop this. There's disruption every single day in schools and something needs to be done.
0: And you can read more on this story on the news pages at broradio.fm. Elsewhere, Roos's
1: post office has been reopened under new management. The branch on Fontgary Road was temporarily closed last spring because of staffing issues, but last month it reopened initially as a greengrocer's store under new proprietors Kerrion and Joel Priest. The post office itself was opened on Friday morning with a temporary postmaster working three days a week. The priests will take over postmasters once they've completed their training when the post office will be opened full
0: time. Businesses in the Vale of Morgan could see the cost of outdoor seating, trading and advertising boards rise by up to 40% from April 2023, if proposals are approved. Controversial new licenses were introduced for restaurants and cafes from July 2021, with the Council stating that charges were introduced to limit the amount of space cafes take up on the pavement, making it easier for disabled people, whilst also decluttering town centres across the Vale. Many local businesses are unhappy with the increase, including Louis Ross, who runs Barry Island gift shop Barry Bados, and has called the proposal an anti-business move from the Vale Council. Meanwhile, two more Vale beaches could
1: be designated as a bathing water location. Shared Routry Services have applied to the Welsh Government to grant the status for Watch House Bay in Barry, known locally as Watchtower Bay. A local swimming group, the Watchtower Waders, has helped the Trading Standards Body to gather evidence for the bid, including how many people use the beach during the bathing season. Elsewhere, St Bride's Community Council has also lodged a separate application for bathing water status at Ogmore by sea.
0: And finally, a Penarth playground has reopened with a new look. £120,000 is spent on refurbishing the St David's play area as part of an ongoing upgrade of facilities across the Vale. The newly revamped space for children up to 12 years old boasts a woodland and nature theme, with new climbing units, seesaws and swings, along with recycled plastic seating areas. And you can find out more about all of these stories, plus submit your own local news at broradio.fm forward slash news.
1: The Vale This Week on Bro Radio. You're listening to The Veil this week from Bro Radio. Now, in February, an event will take place to help showcase everything that's on offer for young people in the local community. Aimed at 16 to 25 rows, the event focuses on further education, higher education, employment, apprenticeships, careers advice and wellbeing support. Andrew Patrick is an Employment Liaison Mentor at The Vale Council and joins us to tell us more. Thank you for joining us.
4: Oh, hi, Nathan. Thank you for having me.
1: So we've spoken before, but for anyone who doesn't know, tell us a little about the work of Communities for Work and what you aim to do.
4: Yeah, sure. So Vale Communities for Work is funded by the Welsh Government and the European Social Fund, And it's to support residents living in the Vale back into training, education and employment. So if you're out of work, working part time or working zero hours, we can help. We've got a Facebook page. It's Vale Communities for Work. But we have an amazing team of mentors who can work with you on a one to one basis. They can help with CVs, job search, completing application forms because that can be quite daunting. Um, we can do interview preparation and much more. We have funding as well that can pay for job specific training and we can help with interview, clothes, work, clothes, and your first month's travel. Um, I also support local employers in the field that are, that are recruiting. So I help them with their, their recruitment needs by advertising the vacancy screening and putting forward suitable candidates. And again, I've got a budget to help with training. Um everything is a completely free service. We're like an agency, but there's no fee. So yes, yeah, it's, it's an amazing project.
1: And you've got an event coming up on the 10th of February. That's about supporting young people. So tell us a little bit about this event and where the idea came about for it.
4: Um yeah so it's it's we've called it the youth event. It's on the 10th of February in but the uh, the Memo Arts Centre in Bari. 10 till 2 and i think the event just came about because we were thinking um, about all the opportunities that are open to young people and it could be quite a minefield not you know trying to navigate what's out there or not knowing where to go next or feeling a little bit lost um so yeah it's been designed as you said earlier to just showcase everything that's on offer for young people in the vale whether that be, you know, further or higher education, employment, there's lots of apprenticeships where young people can have the opportunity to earn money and learn on the job. There's paid work placements that are going to be promoted, career advice, because sometimes we just need someone to talk to. We might have an idea um, and it's just nice to talk to. Different people in different sectors find out what, what it's like the way of work. Um, with this self employment advice, there's general support and well being. It's going to be a really big event. We're really excited. We're all looking forward to it. It's actually a partnership. So it's Vale Communities for Work, Careers, Careers Wales, and Job Centre Plus. So we've literally all come together um, just to see if we can showcase everything that's offer, on offer for young people in the Vale.
1: And we hear quite often that there aren't many opportunities for young people. That seems to be a thing that's said. So what type of opportunities are there for young people looking to kind of get into the workplace, start a new career, get into employment?
3: There's
4: there's actually, there's a a lot of opportunities um, around. There's loads of organisations that can support people on that journey, especially young people. So at the event on the day, we've got employers showcasing apprenticeships. So again, I mentioned that's an opportunity for young people to earn and learn. We've got big employers. We've got the BBC, McDonald's. We've got a couple of large construction companies, Morgan Sindel and ISG. We've got South Wales Police, South Wales Fire Service, Transport for Wales. I mean, the list goes on. Saint David's Hotel, available Hotel. So we're covering quite a lot of sectors. There are, are just there's jobs there, there's apprenticeships, there's schemes around as well where young people can do a six month paid placement. Um, so that's being represented. There's also support and advice services. So we've got. Um, advice for ex-offenders mental health if you're struggling with addiction we've got large educational establishments coming so we've got university of the south wales cardiff and vale college metropolitan university Adult and community learning again i, I keep saying the list does go on um, we've got cardiff city foundation we we're also running workshops so cardiff and the vale College are going to do taster sessions. We've got a producer, so he's going to be doing a talk about what it's like to work in the production industry so young people can come along, book themselves on on the session. It's just going to be a really, it's a big event. It's going to be a really good event tailored for young people and it gives them the opportunity to ask questions and choose the right path for them.
1: And this is open to any 16 to 25 year old who wants to come along?
4: Yeah, 16 to 25 year olds. I mean, we've got some organisations that are, you know, encouraging up to 30. There's lots of employers there. So people can just, it might be parents are coming along or grandparents want to come along and find out what's out there. So yeah, everybody's welcome, but it is aimed at, aimed at young people.
1: Brilliant. Well, the youth event takes place on the 10th of February at the Memo Arts Centre in Barry. You can find out more by searching for Vale Communities for Work. Angelina, thank you very much for joining us and tell us more about the event.
4: Oh, amazing. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
1: Still to come on this week's Veil. This Week, we'll get a roundup of all the events taking place in the Vale of Good Morgan over the days to come, as well as find out about support to help young people into getting into employment or taking the next step in their career path.
3: Where is the map? I
5: ain't got it, Captain. I swear to you on
0: my life. <laughs> well, that's a very appropriate choice of language now, ain't it, Jimmy? Skin him alive. No! Come and see Treasure Island at the Paget Rooms in Panath on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th of March. Go to ticketsource.co.uk/pods to get your tickets now, or I'll come and find
1: you. Yo ho oh, oh, ho and a bottle of rum. The Veil this week on Bro Radio. You're listening to the Vale this week from bro radio now let's take a look at some of the events taking place across the Vale of Glamorgan over the days to come
0: yes on saturday the 3rd of february enjoy the history of soul at the memo art center in barry the night transports you to the greatest eras of soul featuring artists such as aretha franklin marvin gay and james brown taking place at the memo art center in barry on the 3rd of february purchase tickets at memoartcenter.co.uk
1: Meanwhile, a couple of weeks ago, we brought you the news that Barry Market is back, now organised by Green Top Events, and the first starts this coming Saturday between 10am and 3pm, and then it'll take place on the first Sunday and fourth Friday of each month. The new look market brings together artisan food, craft and gifts on King Square in Barry. You can find out more by searching for Green Top Events Limited on Facebook.
0: The first tuneless choir launches on the 7th of February. It's a group for those who love singing. But aren't quite able to do so in tune. The choir launched at Hebron Hall in Dennis Powers this February, with a celebrity fizz event taking place, with the choir going on to meet every first and third Tuesday of each month. Doors open at 6.30pm, with singing taking place from 7 till 9. Book tickets via tunelesschoir.com forward slash Cardiff Panath.
1: And looking a little bit further ahead, an exciting event's been announced today. Beyoncé is heading to the Welsh capital as part of her world tour. It follows the widely successful release of her seventh studio album. The Global Superstar has announced the Renaissance World Tour. Her first solo tour in over six years will stop at the Principality Stadium as one of just four stops here in the UK. The tour kicks off on the 10th of uh, May 2023 with uh, Friends Arena in Stockholm making stops throughout Europe in Cardiff, Edinburgh, Sunderland, Paris, London Amsterdam and more and if you've got an event to share with us here in the Vale of Glamorgan and the Vale this week don't forget you can submit your event details via lovethevale.wales where you can also find out more about great events taking place across the county
3: there is so much to discover in the Vale of Glamorgan with lovethevale.wales find vibrant brilliant and highly skilled high streets side streets and home enterprises remarkable restaurants friendly well-stocked bars pubs and trendy night spots Adrenaline-filled, family-friendly days out or those places to sit back, relax and simply enjoy a good book. Whether you're a local or a visitor, start your discovery now at lovethevale.wales. You're listening
0: to The bill this week from Bro Radio. Now, a food bank in Barrie has received funding from Keep Wales Tidy, allowing the organisation to develop a piece of unused land adjacent to its food bank warehouse on the Kolkata estate into a community garden for all to enjoy. They are calling for local community members to come to the site this weekend as they look to get the project moving. Emily Kate is from Vale Food Bank and joins us now. Emily, hello.
6: Hello, hello. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming on. So, Emily, tell us a bit, uh, before we go into the, the project, uh, tell us a bit about the work of the, the Vale Food
6: Bank. Yeah, so the Vale Food Bank has six sesh, um, six centres across the Vale, um, serving the community, um, meeting their needs, whether that's for emergency food, it offers services and works alongside local um, agencies as well, to, with housing support, with whether there's new parents, uh, whether there's financial um, support. There's lots of different um, avenues that we try and signpost to. But obviously, the main, the main reason we're here in the in the food bank is to give people those food parcels and help them in a time of crisis.
1: And at your site in Colcott, there's a piece of unused land, which is adjacent to where you store all the food that gets distributed out. Why did you and the team decide that it was time to turn your focus onto this land and making something of it?
6: Yeah, it's such an exciting time. It's, um, it's this land that's been there for, well, since the buildings have been owned, and The Food Bank is very much part of the church's ministry. Now, Coastlands Family Church is just up the road from this piece of land. And the Food Bank, the Vale Food Bank, comes under one of those compassion ministries. Now, the vision is to transform this land. It's a win-win for everybody involved. We have a vision to serve the community, get community out and about, especially since the pandemic. um, And people, those who might feel isolated and not sure how to get out and about, this will get them... Upskilled um, with somebody with little or no experience of gardening can come along over the next few months and really get involved in this community project. We then look to kind of grow and harvest all the food with, that's grown you know, in the coming months and the years and give that back into the food bank sessions across all the centres and feed in um, you know fresh, give, providing fresh produce. Um, so it's a real togetherness project um, and it's where we can build relationships, it's where you can meet new people, it's a space to kind of grow as a society and, and really in the Colcote it's really lacking that kind of area we think, so it would be really good timing um, to, to develop this.
0: And you've received funding uh, from Keep Wells Tidy, what's that funding going to allow you to, to be able to do?
6: Yeah, it's amazing. So we've applied for a development package through Keep Wales Tidy, um in which they provide um, at the moment th- this week so th- they've got some beds going up and they've provided us with um, not only the knowledge and experience of somebody over the next kind of few months will be kind of helping us um, grow this project to visualize it to get the deliveries of greenhouses um, sheds wheelbarrows, um the beds the, the trees the gravel the, the turf all of it is coming through this funding to really develop this project now over the next few years then we will take that on and we'll have a team of volunteers and this is where we're looking for anybody who's interested to come on board and to be involved in it but so they're really starting us off where we had the vision they're able to provide the resources the experience and the knowledge to help us kick start it
1: and you're inviting people to come along this coming saturday to help out and and kind of uh, test out their green fingers as such so what kind of stuff are you looking for for people to get involved in on saturday
6: yeah, so this Saturday particularly, we're looking for an army of people to come, whether they've got a shovel or a spade or wheelbarrow. And the first job we've got to do is get tons, literally tons of soil uh, from the land up into where the beds have been built. is not that far, you're talking kind of, uh, you know, meters and stuff, but we're looking for an army because obviously many hands make light work um, to come along and t- to see the land as well. And it's very, it's at the very start Um, of this project so if you want to get involved you'll be there right at the beginning um, and this Saturday, we're meeting from 10 o'clock, um, that's on the land on Tennyson Road in Colcote, Um and we're just looking for people to come and bring what they've got, get involved. We've got gloves, we've got some shovels and, and just run that's all and fill up those beds and then in the coming weeks then we'll we'll advertise all the other different dates and what we've got going on.
0: And you're starting the project um, this weekend, what, what's the, the long-term plan for, for the space?
6: so the long-term plan is is for everybody you know it's for the not just the immediate community but we're hoping obviously to get our local schools involved and giving them some kind of areas to kind of come and have whether it's have well-being time story time to whether we develop a pond and kind of get them out and about outdoors get them involved in growing the food and harvesting food um it's to obviously like i said them to to feed back into our food bank and to produce that fresh produce but also a space a safe space where people can come and we can host coffee mornings and have meals together Um, it it hopefully is going to have a lot of different possibilities and opportunities in the coming years um, and, and for people to get involved now they know that they've been a part of that
1: well it sounds like a really exciting project hopefully it's something everyone can get themselves involved in thanks for chatting to us emily and if you think you can help you can head along to the Vale bank site in colcott this saturday the 4th of february to get your hands dirty and help to set up this new community garden emily thank you very much for chatting to us
6: thank you thank you very much
0: this is the veil this week from brewer radio stay with us as we catch up with gareth on this week's sport including a fraught build-up to the Six Nations kick-off for Wales, plus a frantic week on and off the pitch in the Cymru South.
3: Where is the map? I ain't
5: got it, Captain. I swear to you on my life.
0: <laughs> well, that's a very appropriate choice of language now, ain't it, Jimmy? Skin him alive. No! Come and see Treasure Island at the Padgett Rooms in Penath on the 23rd, 24th and 25th of March. Go to ticketsource.co.uk forward slash pods to get your tickets now, or I'll come and find
2: you. Yo, oh, oh, and a bottle of rum.
0: You're listening to The Veil This Week from Bro Radio. And as always, last but not least, is our catch-up on the week's sport. We're joined by our sports reporter, Gareth Joy. Hello, Gareth. Hello, chaps. And uh, no, don't worry, I'm not going to cross-question you
5: about Cardiff City this week, Matthew. It's nice to be back,
0: though. Yes, yes, please don't, Gareth. <laughs> but we do have to start with football. Uh, the transfer window has been and gone, and it turned out to be quite a busy one for Barrytown United. Indeed so, and it
5: ended not actually with a transfer, but uh, news that probably you know the star of Barrytown United, um, arguably of the last few years, Kane McLagan has committed his future at Jenner Park, the skipper signing a two-year contract extension on deadline day which means he'll stay there until at least 2025. Uh, first joined six years ago, scored 96 goals, 20 of those coming this season alone, of course, in the company's South. Despite relegation, of course, he's been instrumental in guiding Barry towards an insta-return to the Welsh top flight. And news of that contract extension again, Marked an otherwise quiet transfer deadline day. Uh, Barry finishing up with three new arrivals. Of course, Josh Ball has already scored. Uh, Luke Sylvester, he made his debut on the sub-bench against Ternesley. Cal Jones yet to figure in the first team. While Sam Johnson moved to Cambion and Cluddock after things didn't quite work out on his second spell with his hometown club. Liam Walsh has gone to Aberystwyth while both Mo DiGiallo and
1: Murph Bennett were sent out on loan spells. And staying now with Barry, because they're still in pole position for the Cymru South title, but their long winning streak is over, isn't it? Believe it or not, it's been running all the way since mid-August.
5: Of course, when Gavin Chesterfield was um, still in charge, we didn't even know he was going at that that point. But uh, five points clear and two games in hand, but that uh, 15 straight win they were denied by Flanathley after what was a pretty tense and, well... Not memorable one-all draw for the Nestle Town, it must be said. A very quiet first half, and the deadlock only broken by, guess who? came McLaggan himself. Of course, the tense atmosphere carrying through after the quiet first half until a rash challenge on ball led to a penalty dispatched with ease by the Barry Skipper, past keeper Scott Coughlin. Then six minutes of normal time left for Nestle sub Tim Parker, teed up Cronin to blast the ball into the top corner of the net giving Mike Lewis no chance. So, Barry, dropping points for the first time under Lee Kendall, but still in pole position, as we say. And next up, a Friday night trip to strugglers, Abergavenny,
0: 7.30 kickoff. And Lanswit endured another exodus of players in the transfer window, but they are beginning to fight back.
5: Yeah, that's the good news. They did make one signing in the end, actually, in the transfer window. That was uh, a former Barry development player, actually, Charlie Hanson-Taylor. Pretty first play in playing defence and midfield. He was signed from Pena Bontz. So not quite sure how the um, mass exodus of five plays that Goitre United did in the end, but Lanterick knew they were looking for a first win in five games and also a crucial three points because any one of, I know, seven or eight teams, as a matter of fact, at this moment, could still go down the season. That includes the reigning champions. So, thank goodness they beat Pontedoway de Town. 4-1 and what a fight back it was as well especially after probably one of the best goals you'll see all season um uh, when uh, lewis reed volleyed from inside his own half and defied uh jack lansdowne to put the visitors in front last saturday uh Tyler jackson almost equalized immediately but lanswit they quickly took uh, their asserted their dominance uh, in the second half uh, with uh uh, Ojoan Manuel nodding at close range for the equaliser on 57 minutes and then Cameron Gauchy breaking clear only for the ball to deflect off Jackson into the path of Emmanuel, who drove home to take the lead and got his brace of course Ponte offering very little going uh, uh, forward very little going forward actually and they were reduced to 10 men when Woodington met Reese Lowelling's crossed to drill home Volantwoit spurred on 69 minutes Craig Davis was shown, uh, shown red for an off-the-ball incident. And then Lanterwitt took advantage again. Paolo Morenghi's through ball slotted home by Owen Edwards on 81 minutes. Emmanuel, unlucky not to make it a uh, hat-trick, but uh, a vital three points for Lanterwitt Major. Lifts them up to eighth in the table. Could get three more vital points this Saturday. They visit the bottom club and this hill
1: Albions. And now on to rugby. Of course, the excitement is building. The Six Nations begins this weekend. But it's fair to say that big excitement in Wales has been a little bit overshadowed.
5: Very much so. This is a pretty deep, dark time to be a part of the Welsh Rugby Union, especially after those allegations of a toxic culture at the governing body first made in that BBC Wales investigation last week. What's happened since then? Well, Steve Phillips stood his ground but eventually gave in and resigned as the WRU's chief executive over those claims of misogyny, sexism, racism and homophobia. The day after that, Nigel Walker, of course, taking charge as acting CEO and he issued this very stark message.
0: Where we are now is not sustainable. And if we're not prepared to change,
1: the future of Welsh rugby, the future of the Welsh Rugby Union is in danger. Can't put it any
0: more bluntly than that.
5: And Indeed, the allegations continue. One director of the Scarlets, Ron Jones, describing the relationship with the WRU as abusive. He told Nwardian uh, S. that the four professional regions had been bullied during talks about a long-term financial deal. So really, the pressure is only mounting and piling up as they strive to try and regain credibility and that public trust, and a lot of it has been lost. And it couldn't have come at a worse time, really.
0: Yes, as the Six Nations starts, Warren Gatland is very keen to focus strictly on Saturday's opener against Ireland. In fact, he's named the squad a bit early. Two days ahead of schedule,
5: actually, Matthew. Um, Lee Halfpenny will start his first Test match in over a year and a half. Osprey Center, Joe Hawkins, will make his tournament debut alongside George North. And um, Dan Bigger returning as fly half after missing the Autumn Nations series through injury. Bigger, of course, was captain of the last Six Nations tournament, including, of course, that defeat to Italy. This time, Ken Owens takes his place. He's never worn a skipper's armband before, although he was looking on the positive side last week when he uh, took note of uh, the fact that the regions had performed pretty well, actually, in the run up to this tournament, especially in Europe.
0: We've had a bit of turn of fortune
1: uh, since the autumn with you know the regions getting some really good results in the league and in Europe, which has uh, got a bit of momentum and confidence and a lot of young boys coming in uh, off the back of some great regional performances.
5: So all eyes set on Cardiff on Saturday. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a fairly uncomfortable atmosphere, to say the least, although you know what Cardiff match days can be like.
0: Yes, and good luck to Wales in their first game. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of There This Week. This programme is all about the stories. Issues and events affecting the towns and villages that make up the Vale of Glamorgan.
1: Yeah, that's right. So if you've got something you'd like us to feature on the programme, you can get in touch with us via Vale This Week at broradio.fm or get in touch with us or via our social media channels.
0: Yes, and The Vale This Week returns to Bro Radio Wednesday night from 7 pm, or you can find us anytime, anywhere, wherever you grab your podcasts.
1: The Vale This Week on Bro Radio.